Greetings to you all. To lead you in a prayer. May the word of the Lord be created in us to a place of overflowing abundance so that rivers of living water flow from us into where we live, work, play, into relationships, into prayer. Holy Spirit, do your special hovering work over us so that the world around us, our place of influence, bears the evidence that you are here. Come with light and life. Come with transformation. Come, Lord Jesus, for here for now. Also, who is he? God Almighty. His name's Emmanuel. God Almighty. Could we have Isaiah 43, please? I am that I am, God said to Moses. I am Yahweh, Yahweh, Yehovah the center of all being. I have revealed and saved and proclaimed, I am not some foreign God among you. You are my witnesses, declares the Lord, that I am God. Yes, and from ancient days, I am he. No one can deliver me out of my hand. And the next one, please. This is what the Lord says, Israel's King and Redeemer, the Lord Almighty. I am the first and I am the last. Apart from me, there is no God. And then in Colossians, he is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things were created by him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Unto the God eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God, be glory and honor forever and ever. Amen. The Creator the universe. I can't remember the numbers, but it takes something like a thousand light years for a beam of light to cross the diameter of our galaxy, which is just a tiny little galaxy in a cluster of galaxies. 
and there are millions of clusters of galaxies. And the creator of them all in Isaiah talks of them with the span of his hand. Almighty God, not a man. God is not a man, he's not a woman. God is spirit. God is fire. God is truth. God is God. He says, I am that I am because he cannot give any reference to anyone else. He hasn't got a father. Wasn't made by anybody. He just is the core. The word Jehovah means the I am, the to be, all that exists. Is rooted in God. The sense if God blinked, the universe would disappear. God, Emmanuel. God with us. And how did he come? Well, they were expecting as I would have expected, a political, military, ecclesiastical champion riding on a horse with a sword. Well, that's not so far short because he's coming back just like that quite soon. But on this occasion, how did he come? He entered the planet, this creator God, just like us. Came the same way. I have read that the greatest trauma a human being goes through is the birth canal until the age of seven. I'm not quite sure what the age of seven means, but I went to a boarding school at the age of seven, and that was hell on earth. (laughs) Messy, painful, glorious, beautiful, mysterious, wonderful. Came just like us. Oh, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son. They shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Born of woman. God, the invisible, eternal, mysterious spirit. Became, entered into the humanity he had created out of dust. Born of woman, just like us. That's how he came. So, where? So, where did he come? He didn't come to the servants' quarters. He came to the animal quarters. He came to the stable. There wasn't any room at the inn.
And when he came into our hearts, it was as messy and smelly as that stable, if not more. So James made this wonderful card. Shows how God has pitched his tent in our backyard. He's come close. So what happened? Well, he was rejected. There were those who knew. There were some Sufis from the East. Some think there were three, but there's no knowing. There could have been 33. And they were the, the rich, the wise, the established, the royalty. And then the shepherds also knew. They were told by the angels. And although there is dispute about the status of shepherds, in this context, the people who knew were the, the established, wealthy, educated, and the rough and ready lower classes. It said that when the shepherds came to town, you locked up your daughters. They knew. But he came into his own, his own received him not. And he was rejected. So what happened? He became a refugee, became a migrant. Part of the migration crisis. It's our journey too. We've all had to be refugees to some extent. I've been a refugee from my family. Got religion. Came to his own. His own received him not. Enemies. The human race is hostile to God at enmity. It says so several times throughout the scripture. The natural human erudite being is an enemy of God, is hostile to God, resists God. As you and I know when we try and share the story. The human soul wants autonomy wants to be master of its fate, wants to be in control. No one is in control. We're either controlled by the spirit of God or we're controlled by the spirit of darkness. There's a very effective liar and convinces us that we can be in control of our own lives. Just like the Muslims. 
and Telegraph tells us that they want to remove any sign of Christian witness in the public arena in England. They want to remove any idea that England has got any association with the Christian faith. Antichrist, the spirit of Antichrist. So why did he come? Why did he come? Yes, we know. He came to draw us into a relationship with himself, an intimacy, I and you and you and me and we and them and in and out and in and out and in. The union and communion, the romance of bridegroom and bride. Yeah, we know that. Drawn us into himself. He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reconciliation. Yes, 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 yes. Quite right. Essential. Vital. And also came that we might be forgiven because we're under the judgment of God. And the smart bomb of God's righteous judgment came down and exploded onto the sacrificial lamb of God. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? So that we could be forgiven. There is a catch. It's not unconditional. I've been told by a great friend of mine who's a leader in the church here along the highway that it is unconditional, but it's not unconditional. Forgiveness is not unconditional. Forgive us as we forgive them. Matthew 18.34 says, if you don't forgive him, you will be cast into the deepest pit and be tormented by demons. Check. Whom do you need to forgive at this minute? Doesn't mean you condone, doesn't mean you agree. Doesn't mean it doesn't matter. Doesn't mean there won't be an accountability. But for ourselves, when we sing of freedom, it is freedom from carrying hatred and vengeance. Hatred only despoils the hater. Yes, 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 no, that, that's right, that's right, that's right. We, we know that's essential, that's basic why he came, but there's more to it why he came. He came for union and communion and passion and oneness. He, he came for redemption to bring us out of the claws and talons of the evil one. But he also came that we should live through him. That's 24-7. That's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That we should live through him. Whether we're taking the car to the service. Whatever we're doing in our several occupations. 
that we should live through him. He came that we should embody the Sermon on the Mount. He says very clearly, he came that we should live through him. Go to sleep in him, rise in him, suffer in him, rejoice in him. He came that we should live through him. We don't come into his presence when we come into this lovely building. He lives within us and we abide in him. We live through him. And all the challenges of the day are in him and we live through him. And the control of our attitudes is conditioned by his spirit so they are his attitudes. They are be attitudes. Our values and relationships are his. It means the poison of the tongue is cauterized. Instead of cursing, we bless. We live through him. Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. He came that we should live through him. I, I wriggle when, you know, prayers, we come into your presence, Lord. Where has he been? We live through him. And we all have stuff happening in the next few weeks. A lot of it's to do with family. And they do say that families are on bigger tension at this time of year than any other time of the year. We've all got different expectations of my rights. I found a packet of Quality Street last night. <laughs> it's not for me. No, it's not for me. It's not for me. <laughs> Lead us not into temptation. It is exciting to discover, it's real, that we do have power to live through Jesus. That he lives through us. That we can bless instead of cursing. In our home group, we've got someone who's got a virulent hatred for taxi drivers. And we have ministered to her. And she says, it's getting better. It's only one in three now. We have power to live through him. We have a power to be Christians. We have power to be the presence of God just by being there. Presence is a ministry. I go to the gym and I splutter in the pool 
and I splutter in the steam bath. And I talk to the Lord all the time. And he affirms to me that my presence there is his presence. And as I look at all the different sites there, in the steam bath you can't see much. I have witnessed to people in the steam bath, but then I couldn't see them, so I wasn't quite so frightened. But in the pool, I can see everyone. And I'm an agent of the radiant grace of God to everyone. The cleaners, the trainers, the clients. That we should live through him. What have you done for the Lord? I am. I'm here. When a spirit-filled Christian worshipping in the spirit turns the corner, there's a panic alert in all the demonic presences. Satan is afraid of us before we even open our mouths when we are living through him. And the difficult part is that the presence of God is most effective and devastating to the realm of darkness when we are going through a time of suffering and deprivation and disadvantage and we worship. That is triumph in the order of the kingdom. Why did he come? This vulnerable child, this tiny, vulnerable child, down there. Vulnerable, weak, dependent, almighty God, dependent, came that we should live through him. That we too should be vulnerable, weak and dependent. When we're weak, then we're strong. Nothing has gone wrong when everything goes wrong. My brother, I'm told, is hovering on the brink. The last stages of Parkinson got dementia. And he's there, then he's not there. And apparently I heard yesterday One of his sons goes to him and plays bridge with him. And he likes to play bridge, but of course, it's all pretend. I think I could play that sort of bridge. Live through him. 
And, and we have a hope and we have this confidence that God keeps his promises. What is our work? Our work is to believe that God keeps his promises. Now I'm in a relationship with God. I am trusting him to cause me to walk in his statutes because he's promised to do so. I make no resolutions. The only New Year's resolutions I've ever kept is the one that I will never make any more New Year's resolutions. I used to make lots, but they were out of action by when. Our job, beloved, to live through Jesus is to believe in his promise. And the promise I'm believing for is that he and his house shall be saved. And my house is in darkness. And they're all going to be saved. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Some shall bow in terror because they've rejected him. Others will bow in joy because of the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Spirit. He came that we should live through him. Bless you all. See you tonight.